Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Radiant Face. Today I have with me an interesting guest. His name is Ogaba. Ogaba lived and worked in the UK and was earning over £1,500 a month after school and decided to move back to Nigeria and was earning... Okay, I'll leave him to say that part of the story. Why this is interesting is because I was having a conversation with Tunji, David and Michael about working in Nigeria, the business terrain in Nigeria, owning a business in Nigeria and the argument was that it is almost impossible to do business in Nigeria and not compromise. So I said, I'm going to talk to people and just find out how they're dealing doing business in Nigeria, whether they're compromising, whether they're not compromising, what the difficulties have been, how it has been, would they do it again, would they advise people to do it again? I'm a business owner, so it's just an interesting aspect for us to just you know delve into so here goes let's talk to Ogaba so I will ask you some questions <laughs> okay so when did you move back into the country um November of 2016. Okay so, and how, yeah. was, how was that how was moving um, back how was transition like obviously it came with a lot of challenges you know and even that Till now, I would say that yeah, there's still some things that come as a shock to me, and I'm still trying to, you know, really just um, like know. what. So even things like as random as driving, like you know, <laughs> like there's a certain kind of aggression that you have to have on the road. And I'm only just, you know, learning how to have it. And just you know how the thing Nigeria learn how to through your crease. You, you know, have to be tough. Yeah, you know, like you know, like so. The other day, someone basically, well, yeah, he, he actually hit me. And I got down, I was ready to fight. So, to get those kind of things, you know, just being ready because that's pretty much the only way you can survive in Lagos. But, um, yeah, by and large, um, it's been um, a really interesting experience, even though at first I hated it, but I think now I've just come to a situation, a realization that this was actually was meant to happen and I'm happy about it and I'm settled and by the grace of God like I'm going to keep thriving here. So yeah. Okay, so wait, give me an idea. Why did you why did you move back? Um so initially I tried to get it. I was working actually. So I had like an extended visa as a result of mm-hmm. my master's mm-hmm. degree. So I had like mm-hmm. a year extra. So mm-hmm. I used that period to work. Um the way it works as school in the UK, the way it worked is you basically need a company to sponsor your visa. Yeah, so yeah. I couldn't find a company that was willing to do that. Okay. As a result, yeah, um, I had to come back. But yeah, um, it's, and then when you came back, did you get a did you get a job here? Yeah, I, I did was getting a job. Okay. Yeah, I got a job, but obviously the pay wasn't great in comparison. So I was. What was the pay? <laughs> like you say, twenty-five thousand. Uh, wow, thirty-five thousand. Like twenty-five thousand. Uh, what did that do to you? What did, what did, take? Why did you even take the twenty-five thousand? And what did that do to you mentally? Like how? So, how did you? Yeah, go ahead. The thing about it is, so for me, um, I've always been the kind of person that yeah, I just basically I like to work, like I like hard work too. I wasn't so much, I mean, it was extremely, don't get me wrong, it was extremely disappointing. Like, I was just like, what the hell? But it was that kind of thing where, okay, I just moved back and there was really nothing. So, like, I think a weekend, I got I got job, it was a friend's company. The excuse was, okay, you're a copper, 
you this, you that. I was like, hmm, okay, no problem. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. So I did it and I didn't do it from my mind, but mm-hmm. I did it on the basis of, okay, I, I'll rather do this than it be means something. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? yeah, so that was just the idea because it's easy to like just have an ego about like, you know, how can you pay me this? I, mean, I was earning a thousand five hundred pounds. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, why, why would why should I bring myself so low? Low. Um, I looked at it like you know, man, it is it is what it is, and also like I had other things I was doing on the side that were bringing like me. What? So um, I had this trad i make trad oh, i was making trad okay okay so yeah so so do you uh, still do the, that um not as actively so obviously okay. my time is more spent on my real estate business so that's what i do you know full time. okay so tell so, tell us about this real estate business so when did when did you stop the 25k per month and how did you get into the real estate so um obviously naturally yeah i applied for another job and I got another job. So I then okay. went to work for a real estate development company. So initially, my aim was to always do something within the finance space and banking, but it never really worked out as I thought that it would. So mm-hmm. um, company I went on to work for, they were a real estate development company slash private equity company. So they would raise money and then mm-hmm. execute projects and return, make returns to investors. So, but I wasn't getting as much, should I say, private equity experience. So it was more on the development side, which was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, was still was still very useful. Um, obviously, the pay was better there, so I was earning well, say six figures in Naira. Okay. You know, so, that, so that was so yeah, that was good. Um, so did that for a little bit and then subsequently I then moved to another company where I was doing research focused on real estate and then I did that for about a year and then now I started my own um, my own firm so what I basically do is I mean yeah thank you so what I basically do is yeah I mean I'm a real estate agent at the moment so um, I focus mostly mostly on High-end developments in areas like Lekki Phase One, Koi, Banana Island, Victoria Island, and, and Co. So um, basically, the business model is okay. You help clients with searches, and then you earn a commission from it. Um, the other aspect of the business is we do a bit of advisory. So, if let's say you're a developer and you want to know, you want to benchmark your um, real estate project against what mm-hmm. we have in the market. I'll be able to help you see what exactly it is that you need to do, what you need to implement, and how you need to cost your project based on what you have in the markets. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. So I, I find it interesting because I was talking to a group of guys was it last week, and we're talking about making money in Nigeria. Actually, just, you know, how this, this challenge of guys want to blow not just guys everybody wants to blow but you see that pressure on men wanting to leave this 25k salary to building a house having a family you know taking care of people so some of the challenges they had was first of all the boldness to even leave the security of a nine to five like how do you even know you are going to make this income on a monthly basis to leave that and then how do you even enter 
sector. So for instance, how do you enter the real estate sector? Everybody's doing real estate. Everybody, they, they imagine that real estate is just buying and selling land. But from what you're saying, it's way more than that. It's so, way, way more than that. Yeah. So they were asking like, okay, what were the challenges that you encountered? How do you even make that jump to say, okay, you know what? Forget nine to five. Let me go and work it on my own. Yeah. So the truth about, so I answer, I answer, I'll try to answer them one at a time. So in terms of being bold and living, the truth about it is anything you do work-wise, it's a risk. So if you stay right. in your job, it's a risk. If you leave your job, it's a risk. But you now have to look at, okay, what's the risk and what's the reward? The reward for staying in your job is, okay, you climb the ladder, you increase your salary every now and then. If you work in a bank, sure, they'll give you some sort of bonuses. And to be fair, you'll be good depending on where you work for. Not everybody can work for a company that will give you those kind of remarkable bonuses that would help you, you know, help you stay afloat. So most people end up just staying, yeah, just staying with your mediocre jobs that you know don't really give them fulfillment. Right. So for me, it was just I just got to, I just got to the point where it was like, okay, I mean these these places were they were okay places to work. Like I mean, I'd have been fine. Like nothing would have you know, happened to me and have been good. But at the end of the day, like to really transition, you have to kind of just like face your fears. That's just pretty much, there's no like, you know, special thing that I did. There's no special thing that I did. All I literally did was say that, look, man, like, I don't, like, I, there's only one thing I can, there's only one option I have here. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to steal. I'm not going to, you know, do fraud. I'm not going to do anything like that. All I can do is just put myself in a position whereby I, I have the chance to make more money than I make now. And it's never going to come easy, as you said, no shortcut. It's never going to come easily. Like, it's never going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, somebody will just see you. And then give you money is, you know, kind of just have to. If you wish. You kind of just, you kind of just have to like take. You kind of just have to take the plunge, yeah. and see as see where it leaves you. So that's why I always say like, no matter what you do, there's there's a risk element to it. It's just you just have to be bold enough, and people will tell you like people will tell you every day that you know, uh, why should you like for example like my mom kept telling me like oh you know. But you have a good job, they're paying you this amount of money, you know, you're good, you're this, you're that. So I'm like, but the person that is paying me this money is a human being like me. Him to right. start from nowhere. You know, and like you are going to struggle. Like it's not as if like now like I struggle, but you know, at least it's like I'm struggling in semi-comfort, so to speak. You know. So <laughs> yeah. um what challenges know. did you encounter starting up by yourself? Like to be fair, like I don't know how to explain. It. I was I was actually lucky. Um, so like a month or two after I left, um, actually actually closed the deal. So um, yeah, I closed the deal. So I haven't really faced any major struggle in terms of you know from the from from from, from the monetary aspect. I haven't really faced any major trouble. The only thing. I'll say that it's maybe a bit of a struggle 
will probably be structuring the business to yeah. you know, really ensure that it's optimized. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's normal. Like, that's normal yeah. for every business. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's just starting. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think my business at the stage where like I'm comfortable for it to be just me. So I have, I have a few other vendors that help me out. So some people handle my social media, some people handle my accounting, etc. But it's at the stage where, okay, I generate leads and then I go for meetings and then I sit down, have the meeting, close or not close, and just just keep it moving. So at least for the, for the foreseeable future, it's okay. And I'm just pacing myself. I'm just trying to, you know, scale the business as best yeah. as I can. And I think just having, I think I got to a stage where I was um, content, not content, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm good, so I don't need to work hard, but just content and just letting the process of, you know, the different stages that you're going to be at in life just kind of like happen. happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah as I opposed understand to like that. Process, I think, process, I think yeah, process, I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think to answer the question of your friends that were speaking to you, you know, that's pretty much what it is. The problem, I think the problem is that when you put pressure on yourself, you have to do this, have to do that, you know, just have a plan and execute. That's pretty much what it is. You know, yeah. obviously like some things will not work out, but you just mm-hmm. have to have the emotional, you know, intelligence to mm-hmm. kind of tell okay. yourself, that, okay, it is what it is and just you know, move on from that. So, yeah. Oh, that, thank you for that. That's very encouraging, actually. I think another thing that people would want to know about you starting your real estate business as a millennial is for them, they were asking me, so how do they invest? Because they're not, they're not ready to leave the nine to five security, right? They want to, mm-hmm. they want to be there, make the money that they're making, grow, and, grow on the ladder, but they also still want to be able to make income in other sectors. So they're not ready to go on the street because for them they thought real estate is buy land, sell land, find buyer. You know, just that mm-hmm. agent work. Obviously, I explained that it was more than it, but I wanted you to explain. But how do they invest? You know, if they want to come in as investors, you mentioned private equity. How do they invest in it? And like, what the you can give them like so, a roadmap of the different ways so, they can be involved. Yeah. So. So now I'm um, just a, a little caveat. Um, this is not real estate advice. This is not financial advice. So anyone okay. who puts in based on what I say is at your own risk. Just a caveat. Now, okay, um, noted. The easiest and most passive way that people invest in real estate so, or typical Nigerians is they flip land. So they buy land for 500,000 flip it and then sell it for 1 million the next year, like that sort of thing. On the more sophisticated side of things, you have, um, yeah, private equity funds have people investing money. So you can do stuff like buy a house in, in a, let's say, let's say you buy a house in Lekki Pays or So buy a house in a very good area at, at an undervalued price, mm-hmm. renovate it, sell it, you also have the option of investing your money with um, real estate developers. So let's say you're a developer needs funding for his project. 
So you can put in maybe 50 million uh, and the next um, at the at the at the point where he sells and closes on all the projects that he has, then maybe make back 65 million uh, depending on what you and the developer agreeing. But I know there are some developers that make returns as high as 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 high as that. You know, um, the other way I'll probably suggest is if you so there are these um, different companies in Nigeria right now. I think one of them is called Corium. Corium, Corium. Okay. So basically, what they what they do is they help people, well, young people in the real estate markets. It's kind of like um, what's the word? What's the word for that thing? Basically, group investing. Okay. So if let's say you wanted to. All, all of you just wanted all of you like a hundred people putting money and then yeah okay. they buy okay. they buy a flat mm-hmm. and then with that you know you then make returns on the flat so just different things like that but I, I, I may be wrong on that but if you do a bit of research you'll find that yeah. there are a number of companies like I, that I wrote down the name investing. so I'll just yeah yeah okay that's yeah. interesting so you do more of the second one you decide no, so what I do right now is just I, I'm for lack of it. I mean, if you go on my website, the, I wrote in a really fancy way, but yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm basically a real estate agent. I'm basically a real estate agent. However, the type of agency or the way I like to position my company is I don't want to just be an agent. That, okay, you have a you want to buy a house and then just try and find somebody else. I want to find my clients the best deal on the market possible. And I also want to negotiate on their behalf. So as opposed to like, okay, I have a chance to make 5% of 17 million, you know, I'd rather make 5% of 16 million and have a happy client and refer me to somebody else. Yeah, and, you know, I understand just that. that's strategic. Yeah. yeah, and then also just giving them proper advice on what to buy, when, when, when not to buy, you know, that sort of thing. Even if, so let's say a client wanted to, so actually I'll, I'll give an example now. I had a client recently that wanted to buy like a standalone duplex in, in, in Ikatea issue And they were willing to spend about a hundred million on it. And I looked at the area, I looked at the house. It was okay, but I felt based on what that client needed, I felt like a terrace in a similar location would have been better. So um, instead of making the commission on 100 million, I made the commission on 75 million, for example. Okay. Right. Okay. And the they were happy with that. Happy they were happy with that. Yeah. That. So, you know, yeah. those are the, yeah, they were, they were happy with that, you know. So those are the, those are the sort of things that you know, I, I try to do for my clients. And then even just aside from that, just general, I'm just always trying to like advise my clients on like the, the, the newer or the new new market trends that are happening within real estate. And just making sure that they're up to breath and making the right um, purchasing decisions. So you're putting, you're putting a hat into it. I like the fact that you're putting a hat into the business, which is something that I also learned when I started my own business. So I'm a lawyer and I'm a fashion designer. And 
when I started the fashion, I wrote down what I wanted. That it would be a women's wedding. That would be about mm-hmm. women dressing like beauty and decency. Mm-hmm. And then I started, and it was just like noise everywhere. Like, ah, if you want to make money, better start selling this for men. If you want to make money, your clothes yeah. are too covered. Yeah. You know, they're too covered. Better start doing things that, you know, backless. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I do want to make money, but this is kind of how I want to position my fashion business. So initially, I was like, let's mm-hmm. making things for men. Exactly. The men, men don't price. If you tell them something is 50K or 100K, they will just pay. But women, they will price it, price it, price it. And then you start to I'm like, no, this is what I have in my head. This is what yeah. I'm trying to create. So I can hear that as you, as you speak, like having a vision and how you want to position your brand in the market, mm-hmm. how you exactly. want to position your... Yeah, yeah so... It's yeah. actually more important to do that because then people mm-hmm. trust you. People can come back to you, mm-hmm. talking to you now. Mm-hmm. I know that if I want to get a property, I can trust that you get me the best deal. And yeah. that's way yeah. more important than yeah. getting a fast yeah. deal and then being... I've, I've felt yeah. ripped off. I'm a lawyer, so I do a lot of real estate transactions for clients. And I've felt ripped off from just how the agents have worked with me on behalf of the client. Mm-hmm. Like I've felt it. And I'm the lawyer just trying to help my clients find property. Mm-hmm. I'm not an agent, but I have to help them find property, help get them in touch with agents and all of that. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a nightmare. So it's mm-hmm. really, really encouraging to stick with you on this. And I can imagine my guys will be on the call listening. When when this podcast goes live, they'll be listening like, ah, almost oh, we want to gather details. So if you can, okay, thank you. Thank you. If you can tell us a little bit about your business and how they can reach you if they wanted to re- if they want to reach you. So what so I mean by sure, a little bit about uh, your yeah. business, the name you of your business. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Name of your company, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. My company is called Regent Real Estate. Regent Real Estate Limited. Um my we have offices or we have one office like if it's one so if you ever wanted to drop by i'm pretty central um my email is ogaba at regentre.co at ogaba as regentre.co or you have a functional instagram page which is at regent.re so if you ever wanted to you know get in touch with me through any of those channels you can and I know I visited your website, which was really nice. So you want to share that? Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, my website, my my website, my domain name is www.regentre.co. That's www.regentre.co. In case anyone is wondering what the R means, it just means real estate because obviously regent. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, regentre.co. So. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Any last words, words of encouragement, death lessons for people who are listening? Yes, um, I'll say just, you know, just be brave and be intentional about everything you want to do. And there's no doubt that you won't succeed. I mean, I'm not some guru that has yeah. made, you know, that. Made it. I'm still, I'm still on a journey, but these yeah. are some like harsh lessons that I've had to learn the hard way. But I think you definitely come out better for it if you can imbibe those qualities that I mentioned. 
Thank you so much, Agaba. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll definitely be back with another episode on Radiant Faces. I hope this made you smile. I hope it made you feel encouraged and ready to, you know, try in whatever sector, whatever it is you're trying to do. Just start. Just try. Just put one leg in front of the other and make a plunge for it. I wish you all the best and look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye, Bye. guys.